This episode is brought to you by my good friends at Huzo. Huzo is an acronym for human sound. Huzo delivers uniquely enhanced human toning sounds through headphones as well as through pads placed on your major acupuncture meridians on your body, which are your wrist and your ankles, thereby introducing a specific modulated frequency that are balancing and harmonizing throughout your body. One session takes about 30 minutes, and during that time, a strange series of tones create a natural resonance in your body that Huzo claims counteracts the harmful EMFs, toxins, and stresses you are exposed to during the day or just normal living, all while balancing the body, leaving you with a clear head, improved health, better sleep, and the feeling of calmness and well-being. You can try one at www.thisishuzo.com slash rebel. Use the code REBEL25 to save $25. The folks at Huzo even have a great payment solution for you with terms up to 12 months. Check it out. I highly recommend this machine. It has changed my life and calmed me out. Thank you and enjoy this episode. You don't know what's going on in somebody's body. You know, you don't know what's causing the weight gain. So I put myself through school. I put myself through uh, Institute of Integrative Nutrition and became a health coach with a certification. Welcome to the Rebel Health Coach Podcast with Tom Underwood. Armed with truth and knowledge, your journey to a healthy lifestyle can be obtained. Preventative wellness, quality nourishment, and daily fitness routines dramatically improve your outlook on life as a whole. And you'll find the support and info you need to accomplish a healthier lifestyle here. Together, we can empower each other along our journey to an amazing you. Yo, ladies and gentlemen, what's up? Welcome to another episode of the Big Mike Drop. Very special episode today. I got a special guest with me, and I'm going to waste no more time. It's a guy I met when I got to Atlanta. Really good guy, really good dude, cool. And he has some health and wellness tips for us tonight, which is something I think is really important, especially right now during New Year's resolution time. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce Tom Underwood, the Rebel Health Coach. Tom, what's up, man? What's up, brother? Man, how you doing? I'm good, bro. And good. good. Welcome to yeah. the drop, man. I'm I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to be here. I watch you uh watch you quite frequently on uh, Facebook and YouTube, so and I, it's in t- you're very entertaining. <laughs> I hope that's a good thing, man. It is a good thing. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. Man, I, I, we need more of you. I could get kind of crazy on here sometimes, man. We I know that, crazy. but you know what? It's all good. Yeah. It's all right. good. It's it, You speak the truth. You talk about stuff that matters. And, you know, we've, let's face it, 2020 was not, was a weird year, man. It was a weird year, man. And I'm going to be honest, man, just being able to be here and talk to you, man. I mean, it's been over a year since we've seen each other. Oh, yeah. But being able to talk to you, man, and seeing that you made it through. And, you know, relatively unscathed, I I hope. Yeah, pretty much. You know, I had the COVID early on. You got Uh, it? I I didn't know I had it. Okay. I had had flu-like symptoms. Okay. And when I went to uh, donate blood to the Red Cross, they're requiring you to do testing. Okay. And uh, I came up positive for the antibodies. Oh, okay. at At some point, I had it. Yeah, and you beat it. I beat it. Okay. I, I It was like four days. I just felt like a slug, basically. Right, right. And and do you do you attribute that? Because, you know, we're going to get into it. You know, you're a health and wellness coach, and you call yeah. yourself the rebel health coach. So before we get into that, just how'd you come up with the name? I know how oh, to man. The name, but tell the crowd I, the name. I uh, was at a health coach retreat down in Port St. Lucie, it was a four-day retreat, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And then we flew back on Monday. Okay. And Thursday night, or Thursday was the opening thing, and we all we got, I got in there about noon, so I hung out at the resort. It's an all-inclusive resort, so you can 
go grab drinks and sit by the pool. And and uh, that night we had our official kickoff. Uh-huh. Where you know we had this little get together with everybody getting together and talking and learning about each other because we all knew each other from the from Facebook group, right? But we never really met, so it was like the meet and greet type of thing. And uh, I had been hanging out by the pool all day, and I put a short sleeve shirt on, and my tattoos showed up, <laughs> and I had a cigar in my pocket and a bourbon in my hand, and all these girls were looking at me and like. You're a health coach, <laughs> so I said, "Yeah, man." I, and she, they're like, "Okay, you don't fit the mold." And I'm like, "What is? I didn't know there was a mold, right?" <laughs> you know. So that during that conference, we had a gal, Shell Hamilton, who does meditation minis podcast, okay. which is a great podcast for those who want to tune in to learn to meditate. So like okay. a, like a ten minute meditation. It's called meditation minis. Okay, Michelle Hamilton, and she gave uh, during the fr- Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. She had a course on starting a podcast. Okay, so I started. She put the bug in my ear. And I was like, okay, and the girls at the thing said, "I said, oh, well, I need a name for the podcast." And they're like, "You're the Rebel Health Coach," <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, that's a good one." Yeah. I walked to the beat of a different drummer. Right. Because, you know, you have to enjoy life still. You can't just eliminate everything from life. Right. You know? So I enjoy occasional cigar. I enjoy some bourbon. Okay. You know, and I have tattoos. I've had them for a long time before I, you know, so I just, you know, people say tattoos are poisonous. Yeah. I'm sure there's some toxins in the chem- in the ink. I'm right. sure. I'm sure there is. Now I've had I've ran mercury I ran tests on myself to see what kind of heavy metals I have, and none of them pointed towards tattoos. So, right w- at what point where where in that spectrum is the ink? Right, you know? right. So, well, Jay, when's the last time you got a tattoo? I know when I first started, uh, it was very addicting, and I know that you have more than me. So I have four. I stopped, so it's been. Maybe five, six years since I got one. Right. But I'm getting that. I'm starting to get the itch. Winter time of the itch comes. Yeah. Yeah. You want to lay it out. So, yeah. So I'm starting to get the itch. Uh, my, all my tattoos are, are religious in, in nature. Right. This one on this arm is, is Jesus with a crucifix and then the blows, uh, roses of Sharon, the three, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Right. Three roses. Okay. Underneath here is it says forgiven. Here is an eagle. This one's a tribute to my dad, and it's Mount on the Wings of Eagles, Isaiah 40, 31. Okay. And then under here is the scripture, Isaiah 40, 31, and my and my mom's favorite flower, which is a daisy. Right. Okay. So my next one, I'm really leaning towards an eyeball with a speck in it. Oh wow! With a plank coming out of it, so yeah. For, to for quit judging people, you know, look at yourself before you judge people. Pull the plank from your own eye. Yeah, that's profound. That's profound. Because like, especially this year, man. Let's face it. This last twenty twenty, man. Everybody's got a plank in their eye, but they're not even looking at it. Yeah, they're not. You they're know, not. they're throwing rocks in the glass house, man. Like, right. In the in the. In and the- I, I'm guilty. I, I'll be the first one to admit I'm guilty of this whole thing. I'm not a Trumper, but I supported him and I voted for him, you know, but you know what? It is what it is. He, he lost. Let's move on. People aren't going to move on, man. This is, this is this is one thing. And I was going to get into it a little later, but, you know, we spoke on that day when right. the, the, the people were storming the Capitol. We were right. actually talking like, what the hell? Oh, right before it happened. Yeah, right before it happened, we saw the buildup. And, then, you know, you and I were on the phone and, you know, you're like, man, what the hell is going on with people, man? What's wrong with people? And I feel like this is something that's been coming. Right. America's been running a temperature for 200 some years. And this stuff has been building up, building up, building up, building up. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, now it's time for the fever to break. Yeah. And, well, it and broke. It, it, it broke, but it's some brain damage because we right. run the temperature for so long. Right. 
And I guess that's a good place to segue into your podcast, man, because I'm going to be honest. I actually was inspired to do a podcast because of you. Oh, that's nice. Thank and you. For, for those of you who don't know, I, and I hope you're on my time. I no, sold a car in, uh, back in, what, 2018, was it? Yeah, I have a 2019. It was in, it was in April. Yes. And, and, you know, I wasn't, I was looking to, for something to do with my life, do it myself. Right. And, and I, I, I wanted to have a voice. And when you told me you were a podcaster, I thought that was the coolest shit in the world. So, and now look at you. Yeah, you man. Know? I mean, I followed in your footsteps in, in, in a lot of regards, man. So I appreciate the inspiration. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I'm glad I, I'm glad I could be a plant a seed. I mean, we talked about it a little earlier before we got on here is that, you know, because I always really wanted to do my health coaching as a ministry to help people that can't afford to pay for health coaches. Right. But, and like you, your point was, I, I am, I've got a ministry. I, I'm speaking, I put my podcast out there for people to learn and understand. Just if I touch one person, if I change one person's life, like yourself in the podcast, right? I've done my job. Right. And that's all I care about. I mean, yeah. yeah you know, I'm I'm not getting rich running a podcast. You know, no, no, right. You know, I, I pay for production because I don't have the time to do it myself, and I get a sponsor here, a couple sponsors here and there, make up for a little bit of the production. Right. But I'm not, you know, it's a passion with me because there's a lot of people that walk around and ill. We're sick. You were sick, man. We're, we're sick. sick. We're sick, and um. I was going to segue into the, I know you deal with a lot of physical things, but what about the mental health? Because I feel like that's really where oh, we're my goodness. You know, in this society, we're having a mental health crisis right now. And it's, um, yeah. And it's a bunch of, it's a bunch of reasons why. I, I mean, I'm not a medical professional. My mother is, and she actually worked in mental health, but I'm not. But it just feels like there's so many different diagnoses going on right now with society. Right. And we're seeing, and- it's huge. It's really huge. I'm not going to sound like Donald Trump here, but it is so large that it started when the COVID started, the beginning of last year. Absolutely. I mean, first of all, most of us, even before COVID, operate in a, in a sympathetic mode anyway. So we're always in a fight or flight mode. You know, not always, but a lot of, like myself included, I get up in the morning and I do my scripture and I do my journaling and then I come to the desk and I start going. So I go from boom, boom, and I'm off for the day. Right. So, but with COVID, the fear factor just drove us into this operating in a sympathetic mode at all times, all the time. Right. And now as we creep through the year of 2020, we and never left, and people were distancing themselves from other people. So you didn't have that right. the human that, right. You didn't have that human thing going right. besides your family. But and then that even became an operating in sympathetic mode because you know a husband and a wife and kids locked in a house <laughs> is just a breeding grounds for an argument all day. And then we throw, and then we go through 2020, we throw this election into this, and it just bubbles more. So the number one driver to doctor's visits, the number one driver for appointments to a doctor is stress. Yes. So when we're living in that sympathetic mode, we never get to that parasympathetic mode of rest and digest. You're gonna something's gonna Something's going to burst. You right. can't keep running. You can't keep doing that, man. Right. You just right. can't. And, and that's what's happening. And I really I really attribute to the rise in, in, and I'm not a scientist, and I haven't even really did research on this, but when you're running in that stressed fight or flight mode at all times, it's breaking down your immune system. Absolutely. So what happens is COVID or SARS or whatever you want to call it preys on that immune system being fully functional. Absolutely. So 
given this fact that we don't ever get into this, very rarely get into the rest and digest mode or parasympathetic mode, running at that sympathetic mode at all times is causing the spikes in COVID, you know, in my opinion. Now that I'm not a scientist and I don't want, you know, what Tom said, but. It makes sense. I mean, I'm not going to, I wouldn't say, I'm not a scientist either, but um, I, it makes sense because, I mean, stress breaks you down anyway. Right. And if it weren't COVID, if it were just regular cold season, the more stressed out you are, the more open you are to catch a cold or right. upper respiratory exactly. or something like that. And I, I mean, I'm a living example of that because, you know, I used to break out in hives. I got so stressed out. Yeah. I try and do, I try, and I'm not, great at it. And I can tell when I get off, when I don't do my self-care, when I don't do my Bible reading, when I don't do my journaling, when I don't take my, I've got a machine behind me. It's called the Huzo. When I don't do with 30 minutes of Huzo, if I don't take a magnesium bath, I know like at least twice a week, I fall apart and I can feel it. Yes. Now, if you don't mind, I'll tell the people your age. What are you? You're 61. 61. 61. Now you're looking good, man. Thanks, man. Like, I mean, I know everybody can't see this man standing up, but this man, right. you know, you, you know, right, looking good. And uh, according to your first podcast that I listened to, you said you used to weigh 290 pounds. 289 was the tops, and you were pre-diabetic. Pre-diabetic, I had a symptom as doctors, metabolic syndrome, which is a collection of diseases, and that's uh, high blood sugar or borderline. Diabetic or diabetic. At that point, I was diabetic. I had liver enzymes were shot. Cholesterol was high. My gut health was terrible. And basically, that collection of different things is called metabolic syndrome. Right. And I went to the physician and he tried, he gave me a prescriptions, five prescriptions. And I looked at him and I said, you know, doc, my father passed away from this very disease you just, or syndrome, this very thing you just told me I had. And I said, I'm not going to get on these prescriptions. I'm going to, I'm going to figure out a way to fix this myself. Right. And that's where the whole health coaching started is because I went through a series of mistakes and tried every diet from I don't even remember what the name was with Joe Montana was promoting where you get the food delivered to you and you throw it in the microwave and heat it up. Uh, it's like lean cuisine meals. I forgot yeah. the name of it. I know what you're talking about. But I, I, start, I did that. I started on a treadmill. That got totally boring. Yes. Anybody that's been on a treadmill, and it's, I'd rather stab myself in the leg with a fork. <laughs> so I Googled kickboxing and i found a uh, club here in atlanta called knuckle up fitness in sandy okay. springs yeah and i took a kickboxing class I and i fast uh, i got addicted okay. i was doing 289 and i that first class was a eye opener for me i whooped my butt man whooped yeah. my ass bad and i was like okay what do i do here so i kept i'd signed up i said okay i can do this yeah, yeah. And I and that's when the weight loss started. And then I went through a series of different diets. I got off that uh crap food, Nutrisystems. Nutrisystem. I got off of that and I started playing around with paleo. And then I kind of merged into paleo Mediterranean, which is pretty much where I'm at today. Okay. A, a cross between a paleo diet and Mediterranean diet, high oils, high saturated or high fats. Good yeah. fat, healthy fats. Yeah, the old men. Right. Yeah. And then, but I, and during that time, I did stuff like I, I joined a, a multi-level marketing company that sold this, you know, at this time of year, if you watch TV, there's a commercial for anything. Right. For quick weight loss. Because let's face it, that's what we want. Right. Everybody wants things quick. Off top. You know, so I signed up for this multi-level marketing company. I'm not going to mention the name because they're a good company, but it's a system. But these people were calling themselves health coaches. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yes, you are coaching people to use your product. So yes, you're a coach. I'll give you that. Right. And yes, your product's healthy. So 
And you could call yourself a health coach, but you don't know all the diets. You don't know what's going on in somebody's body. You know, you don't know what's causing the weight gain. And so I put myself through school. I put myself through uh, Institute of Integrative Nutrition and became a health coach with a certification. Okay. But then I wanted to know more. I wanted to know, okay, so Sue can't, I can put her on any diet I want and she's not going to lose it because she has a hypothyroid syndrome. Right. So I didn't learn that in Institute of Integrative Nutrition. I learned that in the School of Applied Functional Medicine. So I put myself, I wanted to know what causes that. What causes hypothyroidism? How do we fix it without medications? How do we move forward? You know? So I put myself through the School of Applied Functional Medicine and got certification through them. And I tried to start my own business. And and so here we are today. I tried to do it online. It didn't work out so well. COVID came. It worked out worse, even though people were should be investing in their health. Look, we're, we're scared. We're scared of where our next dollar is going to come from. Right. So well, people work in a higher health coach or somebody who is functionally medicine trained that could actually fix you. So I just signed on in October. I was approached by Body Symmetry NB, which is a, a clinic here in Atlanta. There's four locations, soon to be five. I happen to work in Body Symmetry Atlanta, which is in Sandy Springs. And we do uh, weight loss. We do hormone replacement therapy. Okay. We do for men and women. We do cosmetic stuff. We do uh, IV treatments, like you go bag where you get the IV drips. Yeah, you get the drip and get yep. it's a detox, isn't it? It's a detox with glutathione and a bunch of vitamin, like a high dose of vitamins going right to your bloodstream. Man, so man. instead of taking handfuls of vitamins, you're getting it right, right into your blood. And how much did that? How much that run? I mean, it runs about ninety nine to one hundred and fifty, depending on what you get in the cocktail. I might need to come up and do that, man. We're gonna have to it's talk. Pretty about cool. We get yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, man. I might come on up and do that. You're not and, the only one sticking me, are you? Do you, do you no, 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 no. Man, <laughs> I don't even know if I could get in somebody's arm on a good day. Yeah. I don't even know if I could get it in, in uh, what's his name, The Rock's arm with his veins popping out. I'd right. still miss it. I mean, I'd still miss his vein probably because I shake too much. Nah, it's a, it's a touch. It's a special touch to that. Man. Yeah. I've had some women uh, or, you know, people that have drawn my blood that have been beautiful. And I used to hate to get my blood drawn. And I got deep veins. Mm-hmm. And you know they 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 just know how to get it. They got the yeah, touch. they got the they touch. got the touch. Yeah, no, I don't do that. Yeah. I do. And the reason I went with Body Symmetry MD Atlanta or Body Symmetry MD is because now I have a doctor. When I have a, a person like Sue who needs thyroid medication, but I don't want to put her on an RX. I want to put her on a synthetic or a natural form of high thyroid medicine. Correct. I have somebody who can write the script instead of me having to. Say, hey, you got to go to your doctor and ask him for this. And your doctor's like, who telling you need that? You know? Right. You got somebody right there. Now I got somebody to do it. Right. Uh, Also with men, you know, as we age, after the age of 30, testosterone drops 20% per year. Yes. So you're starting to go downhill. And But you know, that's something, let me interject. That's something that we don't talk about, man. But if you notice... Every other commercial on television is about erectile dysfunction. So there's obviously a, a big market there. A big market and a huge market without no pun intended. Yeah, yeah. And of course, men don't really talk about that. But I mean, that's right. a real physiological thing that happens to us as we get older. You know, right. I'm 42 years old and I'm not going to lie. I don't feel like I felt when I was 25. Oh, yeah. Or I mean, that, think know? about it. Yeah. Think about it. Metal, metal fogginess, brain fog. Tired consistently, depression, big belt, that belt, if that dad bod starts up. Yeah, man, the beer belly. Yep. The diet, low, and then your just sexual dysfunction, go, your erectile dysfunction starts. Also, you're also at a risk of osteoporosis as you age. Yes. You know, I, and I tell you what, I've been on both sides of the fence. I've been on the side where I don't get hormone replacement therapy. And I've actually, then I got on it. 
And then I want to take a break just to see. I just because I, I use my own body to measure yourself. As a guinea pig. Yeah. And I wanted to see what it's like being off of it. So I got off of it. Dude, I felt like horrible. Just yeah. horrible. I was egging to get back on it. I was like, okay, I got to get back on this. Because right. my brain fog started back up. My energy levels dropped. My depression started. My lack of muscle and belly started. You know, I could just feel it. I could feel it. And when I get back on, I feel like a million bucks. Right. You know? Right. right. You know, and, and there's, here's a, people that go to the doctor. Here's a, I'm going to give this right here and we can move on. Okay, go ahead. But when you go get your blood drawn and a doctor, I think that, I don't know what, uh, I don't have it in front of me, but, uh, oh, you do have a lab work here somewhere. Okay. Anyway, lab work for testosterone is 300 to 600 is normal or 300 to eight, 900 or a thousand is normal. But I'm telling you, without going back in time or having some kind of a space capsule to go back to when you're 21, we really don't know what optimal is for you. Right. That's you. you. No blood test in the world is going to tell me what optimal is for you. That's up to you. Right. Okay. Some people feel optimal at 700. Right. But I guarantee you 300 is not normal. No. And it's not optimal. No. <laughs> like, it sounds low. I don't right. even know how it's missed. Right. And, and the problem is those numbers, those ranges are normal when they say they're in the normal. Those are ranges based on a population of sick people. Right. So you take the average population or the like, let's take the Southeast, you know, and they take all that blood work, put it in together and pull, and pull it together and come up with these figures from normal to, you know, the normal ranges. Right. But like 300 is not normal for testosterone. 200 is not normal for testosterone. If we go back in time and you're 21, I can guarantee you you were up around 1,100, 900, 1,000, 1,200, right. maybe even more. Right. You know? And I'll say this, man, and, and without being too crass for, for the listeners out there, but I remember when you know when you were younger, man, you were just like, you couldn't even like get up and answer a math problem on the chalkboard sometimes when you're just sitting in class. It was just like, right. you know, you had to take your shirt out. Especially right. in schools where we had to wear uniforms. I went to right. Catholic school. So I had to wear uniforms. <laughs> and then moved to public school and we still had to wear uniforms. Right. So yeah, man, it's just like back in those days, man, it could just be like boom. Just right. like, you're like full bull ready to go. Right. And you know, and my sweet spot for my testosterone is around right around 1100 okay. like 1000 to 1100 right and then that, that's my sweet spot so if i go over and then i back down so right. if you go to a good hormone replacement clinic like body symmetry md there's a lot of clinics out there but we're we're not cookie cutter we go we do it based on your individuality yes because everybody's different yes. you know if you start feeling good at 700, if you start feeling good at 600, and then we'll tweak it a little more. We keep tweaking until we get you to that sweet spot. And we keep you there. Right. You know, if you go to your normal doctor at your doctor's office, you're, he's going to just go give you a vial of testosterone and tell you to stick it in your butt once a week. Well, right. first of all, testosterone doesn't produce just once a week in your body. So here you're giving yourself this one injection, boom. Once a week, and the test is normal. Your system's going. What the heck are you doing? Right, it's good, getting out of whack. Right, you're giving me this big shot of testosterone. So we do it in stages, twice a week or three times a week, to try and mimic natural production of testosterone. Oh wow, okay. So give me that information, man. Um, when we when we get off, man, shoot okay. the link to your 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 website. Okay, I'll post that in the description for okay. my. And you know this is this is really good that we're having this discussion. I didn't even really plan on talking about that. Right. Men's health is a big issue, and it's like something that men are more on the low side right. about. We don't really want to talk about it if we're experiencing right. any type of issues or we're not feeling like ourselves. You know. Right. So yeah, that's a really good thing. So we'll put that in the description. And women, women are a whole different ballgame. Women, oh, yeah. men have a couple dials. Like let's face it, men have a couple dials. Right. Women. 
it's like going to a big stereo system with six or seven different dials trying to get the tune right. You know, right. trying to get it's like going to an equalizer trying to adjust the levels. Like this so, big board right here. Yeah. Right. So yeah. women are a little bit more complicated, but they need to watch their hormones too, especially creeping into menopause, trying to have a baby. You know, if something's off, they might not be able to have a baby. So we got to tweak that in. So women are a whole different ballgame, and there's a whole lot more levels. Yes. And I'm I'm in the age group now where our mortality is becoming um, more apparent to right. us. And, you know, we're starting to lose people that we went to, you know, school with. You know, oh, yeah. And what Every now. day. So, yeah, it's becoming a little bit more real, this health and wellness thing. And so, testosterone's protective of your cardiac system, too. Okay. So your testosterone levels drop, so does your cardiac system. Oh, wow. Cardiovascular system. So with testosterone, it protects your cardiovascular system so you don't have heart failure. Okay. I got a question for you. Have you ever heard of Dr. Seabee? Dr. who? Dr. Seabee. I've heard that name. Yeah, Dr. S-E-B-I. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Check him out, man. I'm going to put you on some of the things about him. He's he's passed away now, man, but he has a um has a little system. I know you're not with systems. Me and you are right. We're not really system right. type of people. We're rebels, both of us. <laughs> yeah, you are. Yeah, and, but that's why I bought. I mean, I, when I came, when I met you at the dealership, I was like, okay, this is the guy I'm going to buy a car from. <laughs> because I mean, you, we did. I mean, you're a good person, man. You're a good. I, I was surprised when I went to get in service and you weren't there. I was like, oh man, man. I had to. I had to move on, man. I know. When the COVID broke out, man, right. and I'm not going to, you know, disparage where I worked at. I'm not going to say where it right. worked. But when COVID broke out, man, it was literally shit going on. Like, right. no soap in the bathroom, no hand sanitizer. I can't right. work there. Right. Like, well, I mean, you know, I couldn't do it, the car sales probably didn't work very good the first part of the COVID either. No, nah, it, it wasn't. It wasn't. Right. And I don't even know if they have recovered. And I think, honestly, that a lot of businesses that if they intend on on surviving, they're going to have to, you know, revamp some business models. Yeah. They're going to have to revamp them, man, because yeah. now everything can be done online. It's really no need to pull somebody in there and play the game with them because, right. you know, we understand what that is. It's all a game. Right. And, you know, they play me and play everybody. Oh, I know. I did that business for a money. lot of years, man. Yeah. I did the car sales business. Matter of fact, when I moved down from Michigan to, I moved down from Michigan when the economy is going in the tanks. Came here and worked at the. I actually worked at the Toyota dealership you worked at. Right. Uh, so I was, but yeah, it's a it's a brutal business. Man. It's a very brutal business. But one thing about it is super competitive. Right. And I'll say the thing that it did prepare me for was to not give a shit about competition. Right. I don't care about the competition, right. man. Like I'm going to continue to do what I do. Right. Regardless of who's competing against me, I'm just going to try to figure out a way to get an edge. And, you know, that's kind of the... That's life, life. man. Yeah, that's, that's life. life. Yeah, that's, and that, that's what I live for. I mean, you know, we talk about the... We're talking about the parasympathetic and the sympathetic nervous system. You you have to have a balance between those two. But, you know, I get up and go. I don't have time, you know? Yeah. But you got to balance. And that's where some of times it, you know, kicks off, you know? So you brought up being from Michigan, man. We talked a little bit the other day. I'm gonna I'm bring something back to you that we that we didn't get a chance to touch on the other day. But you're okay. from Detroit, correct? Yes, yes. And you born in Detroit. And you said that your family actually had to move during the was it during the riots? Sixty four. Yep. Yeah, the riots in yep. Detroit. Black Panthers were taking over the street we lived on, and we had to move in with our grandparents. What was that? What was that like, man? What was that experience? Uh, you know, I was five years old. And I just thought we were moving in with the grandparents to move. Right. It wasn't until I got older and my dad sat me down and told me the whole story that I was like, wow. You know? Right. Yeah. You know, but yeah. And, you know, we were talking on the phone. It's like, we can get into politics, but I don't really want to. But the bottom line is, and I, I heard this in church on Sunday. We're not one nation under God anymore. This last year and a half, we've been one nation under fear. Mm. And that fear component is taking away love. Wow. And we need to get, you know, like, I think about this song, 
Bob Marley, one love. What happened to what happened to loving on people? You know, I don't care what, you know, we got to get back to the basics of respect for human being. And I'm, I'm an anti-masker. I'm an anti-vaxxer. I know I don't believe in, I, I think this COVID thing, is there something behind it that nobody knows about? You know, I, that's my conspiracy, but you know, I don't know. I don't, I know it's killing people and that's the same. That's a shame that's killing people are dying from this. It's a damn shame and it hurts. It hurts. It hurts to watch people go see. You know, my mama passed away last December before COVID. My condolences, man. Thank you. Yeah. And if she would have, she would have, this would have killed her. Not being able to see people, not being in a nursing home and not be able to see her family. Yeah. And I've seen pictures. Uh, one friend of mine put, sent me a posted a picture of him holding his hand against the window to his mom's hand because he couldn't go in and see her. Did you post that on your page? I think no, I, I, maybe I did. Maybe I did. Yeah, I think I saw something. I, yeah, I think I did because it really touched me because that's that's sad. That's real sad. You know, and 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 that's the thing about this is it's it's sad, and people are dying. People are going to bash me for this, but six hundred fifty thousand people die a year from cardiovascular disease. We're not shutting down McDonald's or Burger King or Pizza Hut. Well, perhaps we should be. Right. Because at some point in time, man, it, it's going to be criminal to do things right. like that. And and not to get too too deep politically. Right. You know, I'm, I'm trying to break the monotony of the show. Right. Honestly, I, I always rail in on politics. And I'll probably be on railing on politics. Right. And look, I'll get to my point, when you, but I'm going to let you finish. Yeah, but I think that we're not we're not in a position to where we really care for each other. Right. Exactly. You know, the whole mask thing to me has always been about making sure if I had it, I didn't spread it to somebody right. else right. whose body may not be I get that. And the the pushback. Now I get it, the infringement on freedom and rights, but I think that line gets crossed and it gets real blurry. It's a real big right. gray area between that because it's really not an encroachment on freedom. I don't see it as that. For me to look out for you, right? It's like hey, I, 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 about being care, being about caring about people, right. right? But as far as the the conspiracy aspect of this whole thing, I definitely feel that there's something that's not above board that's not being talked about, right? Because the whole vaccine thing, I've noticed that the president hadn't taken it, right? I, I you know the thing about the mask. Uh, I'll just be short. Mm-hmm. If and if you're gonna wear a mask. N95 or KN95. Right. But those, and, I, and I've said this on my podcast, and I'm going to get bashed because I always do. We ain't going to bash you on here, bro. No, but somebody will bash me, but that's okay. Those masks that Aunt Betty makes that match your outfit, they ain't stopping nothing. Nah, they ain't stopping nothing. I wore one the other day, man. The whole front of it was wet, man. Yeah. Like when I, you know, after you wear it for an extended amount of right. time, that moisture right. actually permeates the outside of that mask. And then you throw it in your car, you put it back on again. Right. You know? I drive around. I put mine on every morning to go take the dog in, you know, the dog in the doggy daycare. On my way to work, I put my mask on to go in there. I put my mask in to go to Home Depot. I put my mask on to go into Kroger. Right. But, you know, some of the stuff that I, like, walking outside with a mask on down the trail in the woods, that's kind of weird to me. Yeah, it is. I, I wouldn't wear it outside. Like if I was out, right. which you know, rocking the trail. Right. That would be the whole purpose of me going out in the woods and walking the damn trail was right. not to wear the mask and the right. breathe, and the breathe out. Right. But my Word. cousin is here, and she got a real supportive message right now. I'm a pop, and she's basically saying you have to have thick skin to speak your truth nowadays. And one thing about it here, man, we're going to speak the truth, and we're going to speak whether it's whether it's Tom's truth whether it's Mike's truth or, you know, and everybody else has a platform to where they could call in or comment to speak their truth. And, you know, I think that's the best way to keep it going, man, is to get the conversation started. Let's talk about it, baby. You know what I mean? You know, I mean, talk it out. I agree with the mask. You're doing it for the respect of other people. But if you're going to do it, let's get an N95 or KN95. Right. And replace it when it's supposed to be replaced. I'll just carry around your car. Right. 
You know, then I saw the other day, I, this, I, I wanted to take a picture. This guy was standing outside with his mask on with a cigarette in his hand. He pulled the mask down, smoked his cigarette, and then blow the smoke out and put the mask back up. Put the mask back up. I'm like, do you really? I, I wanted to go talk to him just to say, hey, bro, I appreciate you wearing the mask, but what's the purpose when you're smoking a cigarette out here? Yeah, you just blew your own, you just blew all the water part yeah. out. <laughs> hey, I saw, I'm going to tell you something that's uh, absolutely gross. And I'm going to just put it out there. Them damn shields. Oh, yeah. Like, man, I've seen some people in the inside was like real funky looking, man. Like, they didn't clean it? Yeah, like they haven't been cleaning it, man. That shit looks disgusting, man. It does not look safe, man. And, you know, people like, yeah, I I wear the shield. I'm like, that doesn't look safe. I I am not so sure this. Like I said, I'm still going to, and I don't have any scientific backup on this, but I do know that Aunt Betty's mask that matches your outfit, isn't stopping crap. Nah, Aunt Betty's mask don't work. And I think, and I'm going to be, I I don't want to sound ignorant here, but I think a lot of catching diseases and not catching it is mental. Right. That too. I mean, let's get back to to food. You'll catch it. Right. You know what I mean? And if you're you're eating at McDonald's every day and you have high blood sugar, high blood sugar and obesity, the two number one factors for catching COVID. You know, yeah. yeah, and you're if you're not changing something, I'm sorry, you know, and that's why that's why I went down this road of cardiovascular disease. Six hundred fifty thousand people die a year from cardiovascular disease is because people, you know, and they have a business. McDonald's is a business. Wendy's is a business. You know, those are businesses, but you know what? It's up to you. To take care of your body that God gave you. Oh wow! Yes, absolutely. I mean, I guess we should. This shouldn't be part of the government. You know, that's why I don't condemn McDonald's and, and Burger King. I just don't go there. Right. But you, it, it's a, that's a decision you're making to feed the body that God gave you chemicals. That makes perfect sense. That makes perfect sense. I have a question for you, okay. from Amber. And she's asking, uh, why is America so unhealthy, in your opinion? <sighs> this goes as deep as commercialized food, industrialized food. Hmm. There's a lot of money in the food industry. And there's a lot of money to make food. And they have a lot of fingers in Washington, D.C. Uh-huh. They have a lot of, their, their hands are in a lot of pockets in Washington, D.C. Well, well, industrialized food... If you look back to our grandparents, they walked to the bus stop or they walked to work. They were outside. They're planting things, mowing the lawn. And the food, they made their food. They went to the grocery store and bought their food, came home and prepared it. And now, and this is keeps evolving as time goes on for my grandparents. I remember my grandparents, died, you know, they lasted until their 90s. You know, because they had to do things. They didn't have 300 or 700 channels on TV. They didn't have 250 network news networks. Right. You know, we had to get out and do stuff. And even I, you and I, when we were growing up as kids, we went out and got dirty. You know, I did that. That's that's kind of what I went back to. That's what helped me through COVID. And um, gardening. Yep. I started a garden and we actually produced some fruit, man, and some, you know, veggies, man. And we yep. were able to, I went out there and tended to it every day. I manicured it and pruned it and, you know, watered it. And uh, you know. even when we played as kids, we got dirty. We came yeah. home. We, we came at home when the lights, when the street lights, we were told to come home when the street lights come on. Mm-hmm. And we played, we would get up on a Saturday and leave the house after breakfast and we wouldn't come home until those street lights came on. Yeah, we got dirty. We played in the dirt. Yes, there's a book out called "Just Eat or Eat Dirt." Okay, and it's about how dirt helps your microbiome, and it it helps your microbiome feed itself to be healthy. And uh, I think that's another factor too: is that mothers today walk around with wipes, and and every time their kid gets dirt on their hands, they're wiping their hands off. They're wiping their hands off. Always wiping. Oh, let me wipe your face. Let me wipe your face. You know, 
kids' immune systems are just right because they're not getting dirty. Yeah. And I grew you up. You need to go back to getting dirty. Spit on a finger. Right. Wipe right. <laughs> Yeah, my, my, right. You know, I remember breaking my arm and my mom going, I got to finish shopping before I take you to the hospital. Right, right. You know, now we're like hopping in an ambulance to get a broken arm fixed. Right. You know? Right. So I, I, there's a lot of tribute. Industrialized food's a big one. Our, the food in the grocery store is not healthy. It just isn't. I mean, I got it. When COVID first started, we can go back to what was that, February? Yeah, February. I went into the Croker on Holcomb Bridge Road in Nesbitt Ferry, where I was living. And the only thing that was left on the shelves was healthy food. I remember that. That was over here, too. Yeah, I remember that. You could walk in. You, if you wanted a loaf of bread, you had to get healthy bread. Yeah. You had to get the stuff in the freezer, that, yeah. that Ezekiel bread that's in the freezer. Yeah. <laughs> because there was no healthy bread on the shelves. There was no... There was, there was no Unhealth, all stuff on the shelves was gone. Right, all the white bread, barbecue yeah. bread, and all that good, you know, all that good. The same food. thing with the organic fruits and vegetables section. Full. You know, you go, you go to the, the produce section, and everything was wiped out except for the organic stuff. Yeah, and vitamins, too. Right. We noticed that the vitamin section was full, too. But, you know, you go down to toilet paper and paper towels. Yeah, they were all gone. I, can't, I still can't figure that part out. Ramen noodles also. Oh yeah, ramen noodles were all gone. Yeah, ramen noodles. But I mean, you know, and I and I try not to be too disparaging about it because I knew there's a, a a huge population of people, man, especially the kids having to stay home, right? That really just couldn't eat. So I get the ramen noodles being right. gone, man. But right. and I get the budget too. I mean, yeah, healthy food's expensive. It healthy is. food is expensive, and that's something that our nation needs to change. It is, man. And I'm gonna tell you something that bothers me. Every time I ride down Bankhead, <laughs> and all I see is fast food, fast food, Chinese yeah. food, fast food, Chinese food. I, I don't see any, like, real Fire, fresh, stand. fresh, fresh yeah. fruit. Right. Yeah, fresh fruit stands, man. You know, places where, you know, especially for kids, man. Kids right. have to get it. If you're an adult, you want to junk out and eat Chinese food every day or right. go to checkers every day and, you know, get fries and shit like that. You know, that's your business. You can do what you want to do to your body. Right. For kids to not be able to, you know, have a, a, a outlet to where they could go get fresh fruit from, man, and, and and things like that, man. I think that's Atlanta's too much too advanced of a city for there to be whole areas of towns that are food desert. Right. That's yeah. that's something. I agree. That, I agree. I think we need more. We need more gardens. We need more vegetable stands. We need more. We need people need to start growing their own gardens all day, and I, and I'm a, I'm a proponent of that. I mean, if you have a front yard, make it a garden. Yes. Don't make it all fancy and put pine straw. That's it. That's a waste of damn time. Right. It blows out of place and you got to right. clean that shit It up. rains and it washes down and you got to go, go buy more pine straw. Right. The favorite thing I've ever seen in my life when I moved to the salt. <laughs> like, what, are they, what is all this pine straw? <laughs> we were trying to get it up, man. They people put right. it down. Yeah. We're, we're, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, yeah, we need to grow more food. We need to grow our own food. We need to stop relying on the system to feed us. We need to be more conscious. There's healthy, there is inexpensive ways to eat healthy. You just have to be very cautious and health and conscious. Yes. That's going to bring me to my last point, because that's really where we started with saying, hey, man, we just need to go on talk and chop it up, right. go online. So Joe Biden was making cabinet appointments. And uh, I saw to where he appointed ah, Mr. Monsanto. Yeah, Tom Vilsack. <sighs> and that's a that's a familiar name. Tom Vilsack was also in the Obama administration. Yeah. I don't know if he was the chairman or the, the, the secretary of agriculture in the Obama administration. I think it was something else. Yeah, that's very sad. He was health and human services in the Obama administration, if I'm not mistaken. But um, he's now the department, the secretary of agriculture under yeah. Joe Biden. Yep. You put Mr. Monsanto, and I've seen that, and you know, a lot of people that I follow on YouTube, Papa Duck, people like that, are talking about Monsanto seeds. So I'm like, what's going on with Monsanto? Uh, what's 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 up with I, I have a lady I interviewed, she got really sick from a vaccine, and then she went on to write a book. I don't remember the name of the book. There's a couple 
It was like, I don't know, episode 90, somewhere in there. But what Monsanto, of course, we all know about the lawsuit and cancer. And Monsanto lost a lot of the money because of that. But they don't care because now they got Bayer's backing on top of that. So Bayer's, Bayer's and Monsanto got more money, you know. Well, let's talk about this. Mm-hmm. Genetically modified seeds. Not only are we now genetically modifying our food that's in the earth, we're feeding, you know, we're spraying chemicals on it. Now they're now they're genetically modifying seeds so that they grow faster, they're drought resistant. Now, if I told you a seed was drought resistant, what do you think what would you think of that seed? You're you're you've been growing your own garden. I wouldn't think it was real. Nothing's right. drought resistant. If you have exactly. a drought, then shit's not supposed to grow. Right. right. So these are chemically fed seeds hmm. so when you get your carrot or your lettuce or your kale from these you're getting nothing but it's filler and this is going this is going to go back to her question about why is it so unhealthy these days magnesium in our bodies is a critical nutrient very critical it's responsible for so many metabolic things in our bodies like over eight, over eighty different functions in our system. Uh, magnesium, magnesium comes from vegetables, kale, and other things. Mm-hmm. So when we're deficient, I think statistics are like eighty-one percent of human beings are deficient in magnesium. I, after doing what I do and reading people's lab work, and dying, you know, going through and seeing what's causing the root cause of their symptoms and their problems. I'd say magnesium deficiency is probably closer to 96%. Oh, wow. So when you're eating that kale, that, you know, if you don't prepare kale right, it's kind of a nasty-ass vegetable. Yeah, yeah, it can be kind of rough right. if it's not prepared. Right. right. But if prepared correctly, and it's not hard to prepare correctly, it's a little, a little extra virgin olive oil, some lemon, squeeze it together and get your hands dirty and grind it, put some garlic in there, and then you, you know, bash it together with your hands and put it in a bowl. It's right. really good. Yeah. You know, so it doesn't take much. Right. But the problem is, that food is deficient in magnesium. So you're eating the kale for basically nothing. Okay. Yeah. So those seeds that Monsanto, and this was, in my opinion, probably the biggest mistake he made so far. And I haven't looked at all the cabinet members, but when I saw that, I just shook my head. I said, we're going backwards now. We are going backwards because a lot of names are familiar. And, and, yeah. and you know, you know, that's another. another no. Monsanto's a biggie for me because that hits home because yeah. that's why. He's as corrupt as they come, man. That man, that man should be in prison. It's too bad the Clintons like him, or otherwise he'd be dead. They, they should all be in prison. <laughs> I know. Every single, believe me. Yeah, man, I'm a, I, I'm a brother. Hey, yeah, yeah. Honestly, man, if anybody, right. anybody out there really feels like they're right. getting out of their politicians, right. they should right. be getting. Please call into the big mic drop. Oh my god! Immediately, call me. Get in the comments now if you really feel like you're getting. What you should be getting from right. inside yeah. of politics, because yeah, that's not, I mean that's a whole different ballgame as far as food goes. Oh, go ahead. It's object failure. I was just random. Yeah, I know. Believe me, it's I can't understand. First of all, and this is going completely away from health and wellness, but it is part of the direction we're going, and and the stress factor. I think term limits is one of the reasons we can't get any good candidates. The term limits or not yeah. having term limits? Not having term limits for Congress and Senate. Yeah, absolutely. Because these people just sit there and do nothing for 40 years. Yeah. But spend their money and have fundraisers. And we need fresh blood, man. But honestly, if you think, then you think about it. And I was thinking about this the other day after church because we were talking, the church was about this whole situation we're in. Right. Who wants that damn job? Who wants Even if, if they had term limits, say you served four years max, 
in Congress or Senate or six years. Who wants that job? If you got, had to get out after six years, who's going to replace you? Who wants that job? Right. Who wants that? I mean, if you're a good attorney, yeah, I, I wouldn't take that job. No. That's why you need somebody like me. Right. You know, who, who really, I, I, I want it. I'm not going to lie. I, you should I, run. You should start I running. I want to be in politics, so I want to be in power, but right. I want new, fresh ideas coming right. to the forefront. And I think it's a lot of people that think just like me. Right. You know what I mean? That, you know, we're, we're trying to, we're trying to make it, man. I mean, I don't know what else we could do, but live together. You know, people got all these problems living with their neighbors and whatnot. You know, like, back to that Bob Marley song. Yeah, man. Look, look, come see me if you got a problem with me. If I've done something to you, right. come see me and right. we'll talk. Right. You know what I mean? But as far as all this, you know, extra shit, nobody's really on that type of time, man. Yeah, I we're, get we're, it. Trying to, we're trying to move forward in the future. We have kids. We're soon to have grandkids. Right. And we're trying to move forward into the future, man. So, yeah, you know, I want the job. And, you know, maybe one day when my past is no longer an issue, then, you know, I'll do that. I just yeah. don't want nothing crazy coming up. Like, you know, I don't want nobody. Ah, man, come on. Past and shit. All right. You know, my family and all that. I don't want nobody doing all oh, that. Oh, yeah. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to leave you with this, Tom. Right. I want you to have the last word, man, because you said something that was profound, once again. But I want to put this up there, and I want to ask you, are diets BS and why? And that, that's Diets BS and why? Diets are a four-letter four word. Yes. Because you go off them, you lose the weight, you go off them, you gain the weight back. It's a yo-yo. Mm. You keep yo-yoing. You yo-yo dieting. The best way that I could give anybody, and this is optimal health is not that complicated, but just, you know, it's okay to, like, I splurge, but I, I splurge. Yeah. You know, I, I go to the local tavern on Friday night and I'll have some nachos. Yeah. Okay. You know, that's my cheat meal. Just okay to do that. Or, or if an aunt, Betty's birthday, have a piece of Aunt Betty's cake. Right. You don't have to stop. The problem is we got to stop doing it every day. Right. You know? Birthday cake for dessert. Everybody. Right. And really, there's a lot of ways to do this. I happen to use a company called Blue Apron. I get a box of four meals delivered to my door every week. And people laugh at me because it's, it's 84 bucks. It's not cheap. Right. But, I get, but it's just me. And, and my partner. And so it gets two meals. There's four meals for two people. Right. It's got all the stuff in it. All grass-fed beef and chicken. Or whatever I order. Right. It's all organic. And that's four meals for the week. One meal is a cheap meal for me. The other two, I go to the grocery store and get something. You know? but. If you go to the grocery store, and I'm not saying you have to buy everything organic. There's a list, the EWG, uh, I think it's EWG, puts out the top foods that, that are toxic. So you don't have to buy, always buy organic. There's, there's the dirty dozen and the clean 15. Okay. Okay. The dirty dozen's grown by two, I think. It's the dirty dozen plus two these days. But those are things that you should buy organic. Those are the things you need to buy organic because they carry the most pesticides. Okay. And the easiest way to think about this is without having a list handy in your pocket is if it's thin skin, like an apple and the pesticide strawberry, those are the ones you need to buy organic because those are the, the ones that are going to absorb the most pesticides. Okay. So then the clean 15 are the thick skin stuff that you don't need to buy organic. You don't need to buy organic lemon. Right, because you're not going to eat the right. skin anyway. Right. You're not eating the skin's going in the trash. Right. You know, so avocados with the rays and not the, like, I don't know if there's a movie about avocado growers and how it's become like a mafia. Have you seen that movie? Oh, I have not. Oh, you need to check it out. I think it's on Netflix. Man, I wonder what the dude that had an avocado farm in Mexico, man, in Guatemala. Yeah. yeah. I can see that. 
but I, you know, some of those are shady. So coffee, I mean, really, if you get those clean 15 and the dirty dozen and use those as a tool to buy your groceries, but eat, I mean, look into paleo diets, look into Mediterranean diets. There's a reason people in the Mediterranean, there's a reason for those countries have lived so long is because they eat healthy food. They don't eat a lot of food at a sitting. They eat a little amount of food. Right. They let, they also, another key is they eat together as a group. Right. They have a conversation as they're eating. They don't gobble down their food. Right. That makes sense. So, you know, there's a lot of things that go into effect, but I think a diet's bullshit. And I think, you know, it's okay. And I, and believe me, I put people on diets all the time, but it's just to kick them out. It's just to kick them up. Right. You know, and then you have to learn how to go from there. You know, like I tried a lot of diets and I just kept going. I kept tweaking. I, I still tweak. I'm like, right. okay, this is going to, this isn't working. I'm gaining weight. Like bananas. I eat a banana, I gain weight because of the sugar. Okay. You know, I know my system can't handle bananas, so I don't eat bananas. Right. You so being in tune with yourself. Right. And that's, you know, I'll say this before we close out. Okay. God made our bodies remarkably. And given the right environment with inside of our bodies, they will heal itself. That's something God did. Right. But, you know, we got away from the real food. So our bodies are riddled with inflammation. Our bodies are, our immune system is just wrought because of the way we eat, what we do, how we live. Our stress levels are high, high, high. Can't pound that in. Take some time. Do some self-care. You know, you know right now we have alcoholisms on the rise. ODs are on the rise. Drug use is on the rise. People are dying left and right from drug overdoses. Alcoholism, spousal abuse both ways is on the rise. Right. This is a crazy time. We need to stop and smell and breathe and love one another and breathe and smell the roses. We we lost that last year. We got to get it back. We got to get it back. Otherwise, we're, this COVID is going to go for a long time. It is. Ladies and gentlemen, Tom, before we go, yes, sir. Let the people know where they can listen to the Rebel Health Coach at, man, and where they can. Oh uh, man, all all platforms. I'm on iHeartRadio. I'm on iTunes, Google, Stitcher, every every place, everything, everything. Right. Or TomUnderwood.net. You can go okay. to TomUnderwood.net. It also it also goes to YouTube, but I don't ha- I don't have a nice setup like you dot. I don't record video. I record audio. So, but you can find them on YouTube. Yes. There's, you know, just Google the Rebel Health Coach. It's, I've been going strong for four years, going into my fifth year right now. And I just took a little break just to tweak myself. Right. Get ready to start back up. I have a, a really, really good one coming with a, a really huge mentor, or not really a mentor, but somebody I admire a lot Francisco Contreras. Dr. Francisco Contreras. Okay. He is a, an amazing cancer physician. Okay. Yeah, when is that coming up, man? We're definitely- I haven't recorded it yet. I haven't scheduled it, but it's coming up. Okay, yeah, keep us posted. Tom, Tom's on my page. So, you know, ladies and gentlemen, if you ever want to get in touch with Tom Underwood, the rebel... Yeah, reach out, man. Well, if, you have, if you just have a question, reach out. Yeah, most definitely, man. Yeah. You can holler at me. You can holler directly at him. I don't. I don't have a problem answering questions. I, I want. I want to help as many people as I can get healthy in this world. That's your that's, ministry. That's brother. my mission. That's your ministry, man. Yeah. We talked about you. You've been. You've been doing it. Uh, every day. You've been doing it, man. You know, so I've, now I've got a whole other learning experience at the clinic. But you know, like I said, it's it's a good fit for me, and you know, and I think it's a good fit for the clinic and. I'm really anxious to start uh, rocking that. Most definitely. You can find me Body Cemetery MD, Atlanta, uh, Roswell Road, off of Roswell Road on Carpenter Drive. Book a free consultation. I'll put. I'll give him the link. You can book a free consultation with me for hormone replacement therapy or, or diet. Just 
I'll give you the link and you can put it up. Uh, Instagram, Rebel, Rebel Tom, T-H-O-M. Okay. So. Yeah, suit me that information, man. I will. I'm going to link it on the description, man, so people can find it. Right. <laughs> I got a blue tongue. I was going to do it. Yeah, man, I was about to put the picture of you up with the blue tongue, man. Uh, I I did. I took one before. I, it's a tro- it's a trokey made by a company called Troscriptions. Okay. And it basically biohacks your brain. Okay. And this particular one is uh has methylene blue, which is an antioxidant and and it's great for cognitive function. Okay. It also improves your mitochondrial function and your memory. Okay. Uh it's anti my micro and uh, then it has one milligram of nicotine just to give me a little jump. Yeah, a little buzz. Yeah. 50, 50 milligrams of, of caffeine in it. And then it has five milligrams of hemp crystals. To, oh. mellow it, to tweak it back down. Hey, next time you come on, we're going to talk about that. Okay. We're going to talk definitely about that, man. All right, brother. Hey, Peace man. Out. Love you. Ladies and gentlemen, Tom Underwood, the Rebel Health Coach. Tom, I appreciate you for coming by, man. Love you, brother. Yep. Love we'll you, talk, man. We're going to be figuring this thing out, man, as time goes along. I appreciate y'all. I appreciate you inviting me, man. Much love to you and your family, and, and we'll talk. Yeah, man. You too, man. You too, man. I appreciate you. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for joining us on the Big Mike Drop. We'll catch you. Might come tomorrow night with a little something, but we'll definitely catch you next Thursday. Peace out. Thank you for joining in today with the Rebel Health Coach, Tom Underwood. And be sure to subscribe to the show so you can catch all the episodes. With desire and commitment, you can implement a lifestyle of wellness and fitness. For the support, encouragement, and tools you need to be successful, visit TomUnderwood.net.